The Last Time I Smoked is an independent entertainment podcast intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Do you mind holding it? No, that's what she said. <laughs> that is what she said. Or that's what he said. Oh, you're so inclusive. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, all right, today's guest, Jonathan David. As I exhale, we eat smoke. Yeah, perfect. Oh, have you done podcasts already? Have I done this podcast? No, already? no, no. <laughs> a podcast? Mm-hmm. This is Los Angeles. Everybody has a podcast. Do you have a podcast? No, I do not. The last time I smoked. 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 Welcome to The Last Time I Smoked. I'm your host, Landon Charles. Welcome to the last time I smoked. Welcome to the last time I smoked. I'm your host. Hey everybody. Uh this is Landon, uh the host of The Last Time I Smoked, and I just want to say hey and happy new year to everybody. Because um yeah, twenty eighteen was gonna be legal in California. Congratulations to us, I guess. I don't know. Yay, nay. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of, this podcast has just been just an example of, like, a reflection of, of me, of who I am. And it's been, you know, it's been tough to make, but I'm glad I got up to almost 30 episodes, and I'm glad you guys are still listening. And, um, yeah, I just want you to know that I've been doing well, um, finishing up a lot of stuff, and it's just, you know, it's, it's so weird how life can just grow exponentially for no reason. In, in great ways. I mean, in bad ways, too. I mean, I've been there, you know. It's like, uh, it's like, hey, you want to go to Iraq? Sure. All right. There's the low point. And the high point is, I don't know, get to chill in America. It's <laughs> so patriotic. It's so gay. Anyways, I just want to say thank you again for listening this whole, like, last couple of years. Um, um, I think this is this podcast is a, is a thing and a tool for me to express as sort of, like, when I'm feeling my lowest, because people always bring me back up and that's why they're fun to make and have. But um, that's also because I wasn't working a lot, you know, being sort of protective, overtly protective over your own work and being crazy pants about it is not, it doesn't produce, it doesn't help. It doesn't fix or it didn't. Yeah. You don't release so I guess my resolution for 2018 is going to be more open. So just like possibilities, because who the fuck thought that this guy was going to win? <laughs> Holy shit. God, so fun. Oh, I just love it. Because oh, we're all still here. We all get to scream our worst fears at each other and then ah christmas time <laughs> or new year's now <laughs> but uh yeah thank you for listening and uh, more episodes will come it's just this is not it's not some corporate thing or some like you know something that's supposed to be something it's not it's just dude on mic one two one two <laughs> Oh, yeah. My husband and I bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> so how fucking rad is that? Anyways, um, 
uh, today's guest is Jonathan David. Jonathan and I have been friends for a little over, um, I want to say like three years, two years. He's one of the fellow open micers I get to run into that I'm just so happy. He's warm and is able to be so open and brilliant and and really just a warm energy every time I see him. And I can't uh, thank him enough for doing this uh, this episode just because it's so good to be around real people. And Jonathan is a real fucking person and an amazing comedian too. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Jonathan David. I am working on a web series, though, sitcom. Called? I Love the Valley. Oh, who doesn't, though? I know, but it's the, call, it's the name of the podcast. Like, I Love Lucy, oh, yeah. but instead of Lucy being the main character, it, the Valley is, the, like, the real main character. But, and you, do you, oh, yeah, go on, I'm sorry. Oh, it's just a f- stupid podcast, kind of cartoony. I love the idea. It took me forever to think of the Not a podcast, the show. last time I sm- oh yeah this show. Yeah. But letting it marinate and finding like the right time to really like nail it again. Like I'm doing a screenplay right now that I've been working on for a year and a half, like seriously. Mm-hmm. And every draft it changes, and I let it sit for two days, and I look at it again, and I hate it again. But I see how it's growing. But I don't love it yet. Yeah. Are you going through any of that <laughs> that kind of writings uh, uh, hurdles? Uh, no. I, I feel like writing a sitcom is... Should, I'm okay. There's so much hash in there. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it's something like I, I really should have been doing earlier. Like I should have been working on that sort of stuff before. Before but, what? Like I should have been trying to do that years ago but i was more focused on other stuff and i was like uh what's like the other stuff like stand-up and stuff no heroin oh heroin and stuff yeah well is it that fun (laughs) does it produce profit does it it does not produce profit (laughs) it takes all your money and everything you own and your life away well, then why don't we work more on the screenplay? I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm, I'm, that's the direction I'm going. That's the direction. Less oh. heroin, more writing. More writing. Yeah. Oh, what a challenge. No I have, I have, <laughs> Less all zero. I have family members who broke the habit. Mm-hmm. And to this day, they still tell me. It's like, struggle every day. Really? Like, not yeah. for me. Not you? Hell no. Wow. I couldn't live like that. Yeah. I drank the ayahuasca tea. And? I didn't want to do it after that. Yeah. That's what I feel like marijuana with people. I feel like if we all legalized every bit of marijuana, most people would try it and be like, that's not me. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm not in that boat. You know, I think a lot, though it may like instill something in them, an experience, something like, but I don't (laughs) think most people, and I feel like this with most drugs, I, no matter what the outcome is, I think most people given the right to do it legally, if it were ever legalized or just not criminalized anymore, I don't think most people would head that way either. Just for that reason, you know, because it is just a life suck. You know, you lose time, you lose family, you, you know, it's just... Uh, marijuana? No, this is what I'm talking about heroin now. Oh, okay. Just from what I've seen, yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's the thing. Like the, the, the awful part about doing hard drugs and the best part about doing hard drugs are the same thing in that it takes up all of your time. Like, it's 
awful because then you lose your job and your family and everybody hates you. But it's awesome because you're never fucking bored when you're a drug addict. Like you're always thinking about how to get more drugs or how to do more drugs or do the drugs you already got. Like it's, you're always got something going on. So there's almost an addiction to the lifestyle. Oh as a fuck. Whole. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my ex-girlfriend right now. She watches fucking all those like, like reality shows about like jail and shit, like lock up. She watches all that shit. She does heroin. And she watches those shows. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing that? She's like, so I can keep up on what's going on in jail when I when I go back. Because she's so into the. She life. needs a new Pruno recipe, dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Profound statement. <laughs> it's not a joke. That's what she fucking told me. Oh, how do you do it then? Yeah. How do you? How do you make Pruno? Yeah. <laughs> How do you instill that into somebody? How do you find that with somebody that may be doing, yeah, maybe going through that? What, what, like, what do I tell them? Yeah. Or what should somebody like me, uneducated in the facts, what, what, yeah, what, how do I approach somebody that I see in my life like that? Like, I'd like that you are able to tell your ex, like, <laughs> like, to have that sort of air about it, you know, and not be so, like, yeah, what is that? How uh, do you, that's yeah. the number one rule in our relationship, uh, in any relationship I ever had with any woman uh, or any person is non-judgment. Yeah. So she can always tell me anything that's going on, and I can always tell her anything that's going on, and there's no fucking judgment coming from either one of us, because we need to have a, f- like, straight talk, because we're going to be together. <laughs> it's just, like... Where did uh, you learn that from? Is that your parents? That Hell no. Oh, oh, actually, <laughs> you know what? Actually, kind of, yeah, because in my family, there's no, like, my parents are dysfunctional as fuck, but there's no rules on what I could say. Like, I had freedom of speech. I, I could tell my parents to go suck my dick and fuck you. It's all that shit. And I didn't get in trouble for that. No, was, I was communicating my feelings. So my with parents, just your words. When, with my hands, because my parents were deaf, so it was all with my hands. <laughs> oh. I was like, suck my dick. What does he uh, say? It's sign language people yeah. at home can't see, but... <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> what sucked my dick, Dad? Oh, like this. Dad. Oh, um, Dad. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's. Look it up on the internet, everybody who's listening. Suck, suck my, my dick, my mother dick, and father, mom, mom and dad. Suck my dick, Dad. And uh, you're, Ooh, you're a fa- you're, I feel it, and it's heavy. Whoa, what a powerful thing! And you're a fat bitch, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> oh God! You ever call your dad a fat bitch? So, uh, yeah. so empowering. Or chicken free. legs. Yeah. <laughs> Call them chicken legs. Yeah. So what would I say to somebody who's like addicted to drugs? But like that you have experience with. Like, oh, I, what did I say to my ex-girlfriend? I said that uh, doing ayahuasca tea really helped me a lot. Whoa. And you should probably try that too. Because not only will it take away your desire to do this awful drug that's destroying you. It will also take away the whatever pain is causing you to want to keep doing it. it but it's not going to be fun. You'll have to face that demon head on. Like it's not like it's just magical. You, know, you can wake up and they like, feel fine. No, you're gonna have to like con- you're gonna have to confront <laughs> your inner demons. And it's like it's a fucking scary thing. It's like that's not fun. No, because some of those things are the things people are chasing. You know, the whole like quotation chasing dragons you know like that's why i do that bit chasing too many dragons and my friend told me that the other day joe he was like you know sometimes i want to do all this screenwriting and all this acting and be you know make all this money but i can't 
because I feel like I am chasing too many dragons. And then like, yeah. And whatever that thing is that you're after all the time, that's your like, yeah. That's why after I got out of, off of heroin, I got really into Buddhism because Siddhartha, he lived his life where he had so much pleasure. And then he lived his life where he had so much suffering, where he purposely starved himself and lived outside and fucking and just sat under a tree forever and just suffered. And I feel like my childhood was suffering, like reverse of it. See, I suffered for a long time because I had shitty parents. And then after that, I did drugs for a long time and like fucked like my girlfriend and hookers and my girlfriend and at the same time sometimes. And like, right, with doing drugs and like I'd have like a smorgasbord of food and just like being a total fucking hedonist, right? Like I had all that pleasure. And then afterwards, I was like, there's got to be like a way where I just satisfied just with not everything. Like, and that's what Siddhartha teaches, the middle ground. I feel like I naturally fall into the middle ground, whereas every bit of like achievement or pleasure or whatever the thing is that I'm getting or having or doing. Um, I've always been pretty appreciative, you know, but again, like, I, I don't know. I was brought up kind of like Disney. <laughs> I was brought up like, you know, I mean, we all had our issues and problems growing up, but nothing we couldn't get through, you know? Yeah. We have our back and forths all the time, but I never, yeah, I never found anger in my childhood. I found anger later in life and that's been my issue is like trying to like, wait a second. Now that everything's coming together and I'm being more woke, quote unquote, the word of the day for being aware, I think is the right word for it and being uh, empathetic to people in the world. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, wake up, sheeple. Yeah. It hurt me. Yeah. Because I'm a huge sh- sh- sherple. You're a, you're a sure person. Sure person. Let's yeah. be PC here, everybody. Exactly. And I, it's, yeah, it's like there's so, that in a way is that like so easy to be that comfortable and just be like, well, I'm just going to throw away these other life goals and interests because this is wonderful. You know, like this middle world sometimes, I guess. Were your parents not angry people? You said you didn't have any anger in your. Thought about we yells at each other <laughs> like, like normal yelly stuff like yeah see my yeah. parents are crazy so like I I grew up in like a tough tough environment so it was it, it was it, it was like in frustration or I grew up in a crack house like my parents smoked rocks man like they did not pay attention to me my father is just an angry angry. He, he he's a criminal like in the truest sense of the term like that motherfucker should be in prison the only reason he's not in prison is because his father is a fucking good ass Jew lawyer <laughs> that's just the only reason he's a, my dad's a giant piece of guy. like his rap sheet is so long like when I was back when I was doing heroin I used to like like argue with people like however long their rap sheet is like oh, I've been doing all this dirt blah 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 but, like my dad's rap sheet is way longer than yours and we would look up because you can look it up online to see how many time somebody's been brought into the courthouse or whatever oh, absolutely it's free of information and my dance is fucking like many pages long like you have to go to prison after a certain point but no my dad just keeps escaping the law partially because he's deaf so he's just like i'm deaf i didn't do it uh. <laughs> <And> it's like 
if you can use it, I mean, it's got to be without a shadow of a doubt. Like, he used to get pulled over by the cops, like, speeding. And they'd be like, do you know how fast you're going? And he was like, I'm deaf. I don't know. And they're like, oh, I guess you can't hear the speed limit sign. <laughs> Off you go, sir. <laughs> just fucking go. Lucky him. Whoa. Hey, what is he doing now? Gross weed. Nice. Oh, that's chill as fuck. Nah, he wouldn't like me telling people he grows weed because he's all paranoid. People are going to break into his house and steal all his weed. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you live in a place where it's legal to grow weed. They can just grow their own. <laughs> it's not, and what, are they going to steal your weed and all of a sudden like, like, keep growing it forever because it's not ready to fucking pick yet? This is the best weed that's ever been grown, though. You haven't even tried it. It's not. It's okay. It's good. It's good, but it's not the best. Like, there's, dude, They can go to the store and just buy it for cheap. Like, They don't even need to steal your weed. Dude, I just read an article... That said that we have an overgrowth of weed. We have a surplus of weed. because That's we're... not possible. <laughs> we need they... to stockpile for the future. <laughs> when the fucking end of the world comes, oh. there's one thing I'm going to want still. <laughs> pounds and pounds. Pounds and pounds, pounds and of tons. weed for thousands of years. How do... <laughs> we need to invest for the fucking apocalypse properly. <laughs> Put it in bunkers. <laughs> There's no bombs in there. It just lights turning on and like a film. And all of a sudden it's just cases of oh. preserved weed. The best. All strains labeled correctly. Like the seed bags. This would make the greatest like uh, end of the world post-apocalyptic stoner movie. Where like they stashed away like millions of pounds of weed in some like protective lair. <laughs> the only way to save humanity is to get everyone high as hell. <laughs> well, this is well because there's every nutrient in the marijuana plant, so it's like there's no food left. So just they're gonna have to survive on weed. Oh, so everyone's like, perp- it's the only thing that can survive being grown. Or- well, it's just it's in a bunker. <laughs> Right, twelve hour lights on. There might also be food off. in the bunker, but there's also lots of weed there. Like, let's just—we don't need to get too specific in how the screenplay goes. So there's a lot of weed in a bunker somewhere. It's the end of the world. There might be other stuff there. They want to get to it. When they get to it, uh, conflicts happen. You know, story, but. story, story. Everybody gets high. <laughs> the end. You did it. Ah. I'm doing that right now. I'm outlined my my first big screenplay. I outlined it. Everything I think I know about things interjected into scenes that have to be there to tell a big story. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough, but it, I'm, I'm I'm finding new inspiration just because I'm getting older and more better at the thing I've been practicing for so long at. You know, like writing is for so many years. I like ne- I, I'm not a great speller. I don't know how to tell stories properly. But with editing, man, it just it starts to like marble, you know, it starts to shape itself. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just so into writing right now. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's um, great. You should be into writing. That's what we do. Oh, and uh, Jonathan is a comedian as well. I am. I do stand up and stuff. Um, I run I run into you in a lot of places, like randomly, like everywhere too. You were literally Hyperion Lyric Theater, like, and then all the way to like Petey's. Like, yeah, uh, I get around. Okay, yeah, like a like a record. <laughs> do you have your own car? Or do you take public? I have my own car. It's 
impossible, right? Well, it's not impossible without a car. I know people who do it, but they don't get up as much as people who have cars. I'll hit two. Unless you want to live in Hollywood. Yeah. but but then you gotta pay for living in Hollywood, or you you suffer living like in like a, on somebody's couch or something like that. It's done every day. It's just sort of like the new vaudeville of life, you know, in Hollywood. Because it used to be everybody had a little penchant that we were able to like rent out these hotels and be here to do acting. Because nobody was really it was sort of a newer thing. Now it's like that version of that is couchsurfing.com <laughs> or like, yeah, or uh, living in a van, living in a van or an RV. Yeah. I got a friend who lives in an RV right tiny now. Tiny house. I have my own little tiny house. Yes. That's what I was. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge spearheader in tiny houses. I'm fascinated by, I can't do it. Hey, I got a full bathroom and yeah. stuff. If I wanted to, I could get a fridge or something, but uh, I get my roommate's fridge and I'm, I'm not really here that much. Cause oh. you're always out and about. Yeah, I'm at work or I'm doing comedy. Why the fuck would I need all that extra stuff? See, that's the thing, too. This is the first time I've used this couch besides just me. Dude, work in. Yes. Like, I'm never here. That's I could totally bring ladies back here, but I don't have time. Are you from L.A.? No, I'm from Washington. Oh. State. Is that where your parents are? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. And two of my brothers. I have three brothers. And you're the... I'm the third born. I was the baby... And then my little brother was born when I was 14. So I went from being the baby to being the babysitter. <laughs> totally built in. Yeah, my parents like, oh, we love to party. We're, here you go. Here's our baby. We're going to go drink. <laughs> my parents are bikers. And they're like, see you later. Dude. We're going to our biker party. And I'm like, you have a baby. And they're like, sorry, here you go. And I'm like, he's crying. And like, you deal with it. Goodbye. Just, it's life. He'll get over it. Now my roommates, they have a baby, and like they'll give me the baby, and I'll make the baby stop crying. And they're like, oh, John knows magic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Baby magic. Baby magic. Yeah. It comes from experience from having to deal with crying babies. I'm not good at it. It's, it's awful. Don't, it's like, they, it, seriously, babies are designed to make the worst noise possible <laughs> to make sure that you fucking do something about what their problem is. Yeah. But and they're designed to be super cute, so you don't eat them or kill them. <laughs> yeah, big eyes, <laughs> big heads. Don't eat me. <laughs> but you're so delicious. But they look like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michelin babies. Yeah, I do love babies, but I, I can't. I can't. I used to be a great babysitter, but now it's like, uh, I don't know. I grew out of uh, wanting to be around children. <laughs> like, Most people in LA know like hate, fucking hate being around kids. <laughs> yeah, maybe because yeah, we're just we're all kids, kids ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, oh, we're like, man, they're taking all the attention. <laughs> they're the next generation that's gonna win. That reminds me of uh, that song by Foster the People, Helena Beat. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, in the have you seen the music video? Mm-mm. In the music video, uh, him and his bandmates get captured by these like little kids as they're like escaping post-apocalyptic LA, <laughs> and these kids turn them into children. <gasps> cool. And it's like a statement about how LA like will suck, like will kill you sooner by making you keep being too like you'll party all the time, so you're gonna. So you're being a kid all the time, but you're taking years away from your, from your end of your life. And it's called Helena Beat because his ex-girlfriend was like a huge partier. Yeah, I'm good at partying. 
Aren't we all? It's L.A. <laughs> people do cocaine so casually here. It's Dude, ridiculous. It's like where I'm from, people don't do coke like that. Like it's like a secret. It's a big secret. secret. It's yeah. It's shameful. It's very shameful. Like yeah. you shouldn't be doing that shit and you know better. Well, you should. But down I don't here, know. Down here, no. Everybody's like, yeah, I totally <laughs> want to do some cocaine. Like it's not even, there's no shame at all. There's not, the shame is gone. It's a, sh- it's a um, shameless activity. Every, who doesn't want to do it? Like everybody's like, I love cocaine and i'm like i usually i've never been a huge fan i mean i've done it and i've done it like in crazy ways too um i have a friend who every time we've partied every time i find he's 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 only there when i'm really gone does he show up at the same exact it's almost written like all of us are written here for a purpose you know and it all falls through and every time he's got this little contraption he goes hey landon Sniff this. <laughs> oh, no. What is this? It, yep. Just so... Ca- you have a machine for it in your pocket? A Coke what? machine. A Coke machine. That's not a pop machine, everybody. People from the South are like, yeah, I have a Coke machine on by the gas station. No, not that it's kind of machine. got a little pop top thing on the side, yeah. too. <laughs> you know how they call everything Coke down there when it's a pop? Because they got the Coca-Cola bottling factory. You call it a pop. <laughs> A pop or a soda pop. I'm from Washington State, or as they call it, Washington. <laughs> uh, Landon, can I can I uh, have you try the chugalug? What is the chugalug? Old chugalug is my bong. Oh yes. Should marijuana be legalized? Yes. Why? Um. Everything should be legal. I mean, except for like nuclear <laughs> weapons and <laughs> machine guns. <laughs> like, I can't hurt you with marijuana. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> like, the only way I could is like if I were like put weed in your food or something like that and you had a bad trip. But we can make that a law. Can't drug people against their knowledge done so it's not marijuana it's legal it's drugging people against their knowledge so what does a majority smoking society look like to you I don't think the majority of society would smoke. Right. I don't think so either. But like this is sort of like the most intellectual fear-based thought I can think of to like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I totally agree. And it, the, the older I get, the dumber it feels that it is illegal. You know what I mean? And I, I can't express that any, yeah, in any other way. But uh, what does that look like? Do you... You think, because everything like, uh, that is legal has a psychological effect on the society at hand. I mean, whether you follow the laws or not, um, it does change the majority's opinion about the world and how it's interacting with each other. You know, each person interacts with each other. So like, if marijuana was legal all over the country in the United States, what is that? Is that better for the society or does it harm us in any way? Because I can't see a harm. In legalizing it, and you're right, I it, I can't harm you with it, but yeah, okay. I should have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. It's my body. Thank you. 
Yeah. That's if I want to fucking put piercings through my nipples or suck my own dick or fucking take drugs, my own body, that's my fucking business. Who the fuck are you to say anything about what I'm going to do? How does anybody have the right to tell somebody what the fuck they can do with their own body? Where does that right come from? We don't have the freedom to be our own selves. Why not? Shouldn't we be a society that lets us do what the fuck we want? And besides, why should we persecute you for fucking doing something that's damaging to yourself rather than say just give you help and treatment because it's obviously a disease? There's no reason for it to be illegal. You shouldn't punish people for fucking having a disease. If it is a disease, which is classified as a disease, so putting people in jail for, for having a disease is fucking insane. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. The reason that drugs are illegal is because we have private prisons and private jails, and there's people who get paid, like the DEA, to fucking put people in jail and fucking and to smuggle drugs in here and, and then collect fucking money from it. They get money from this shit. It's a fucking business. It's a huge business. And if it was legalized, their business would be fucking broken. And that's the motherfucking truth. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. When they legalized weed in, in, in California, Washington, Oregon, <laughs> right. it, it fucking broke the fucking cartel's income. They couldn't make as much money because all of a sudden we could just have weed here. We didn't need them. Right. And then they made a lot of money from us. Do you like the Do you like the idea of an American independent? You know what I mean, like uh, like independent trade of <laughs> like weed across the country. Yeah, yeah. I think all that shit. Should, like we shouldn't worry yeah. about that shit. You, yeah. Instead, we should worry about instead of trying to put people in jail for doing drugs or smuggling drugs, we should be focusing on rehabilitation Rehabilitation. hiring them (laughs) bringing them in giving them a life and and providing a good education for people so they wouldn't want to do drugs to have a future of life and yeah maybe like try to stop out huge shipments of fucking heroin and shit from coming into us you know like secure our borders that's it I like Washington I visited once. They took me to Mount St. Helens. <laughs> hey, this place blew up once. You want to yeah. come check it out? <laughs> and the, the tour guide looks at my whole family and goes, and you know what? It's still active. It can go off at any moment. I've never been there. You know why? Because I'm afraid. <laughs> it could blow up. Oh, my gosh. Um, we went on a, an adventure. It's like one side of the mountain was... Uh, landscaped by humans to like try to improve growth and the other side was left to its own devices naturally and that side did so much better just being left to nature and to this day that has never been false in my mind so like I do like to ask people like about their little beliefs on uh, their little beliefs their yeah because I think drugs is such a little issue sometimes but it is a big issue in like safety um uh is their opinion because I feel so strongly about legalization in the same way. It's just, I feel like nobody's saying it or it's like, it's all like this silent majority shit that we keep doing where nobody's talking about it, but everybody's like agrees upon it. Like gay marriage. Nobody told me I'm over here, like losing my mind that I'll ever be able to marry my husband. And all of a sudden, like overnight, you know, that's it's 
crazy to me to think like it's that easy to just turn off a switch, you know? And it like, is. It all it t- it's like the hungry. It's like the hundredth monkey theory, or whatever. It's like once everybody gets like a certain mindset, then it's just because if every it's all about perception, right? If everybody just perceives the same thing the same way, all the same time, then everything will change at the same time, right? Because it's not that people like gays; it's just they didn't want to hear about it anymore. That it's yeah. What? I, we love gays. No, no, no. Uh, there's some like the the people that were against uh, gay marriage. If you don't like gays, and you just you better stop watching TV and shit. And no, <laughs> never go to a play ever again. Never again. You fucking banned. <laughs> banned from plays. And Disneyland even. Like all that shit. Like everything that's... It all goes under. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't know. <laughs> you know. We don't want kind of person loves a small... It's a small world after all. <sighs> a grown man who wears a Tinkerbell shirt. That's what kind <laughs> of person. Just say it. Yeah, we were at um, Tomorrowland and going on the... Um, uh, what ride? Oh, we were coming off of... Um, Space Mountain, and it's all done in Star Wars now. It's really cool. Uh, and in front of us, walking out, was a transgender little twelve-year-old girl boy. You know, girl transitioning from a boy. Um, or maybe maybe she's trans uh, NB. Huh? Trans not non-binary. Right. Oh, so yeah, totally. But definitely, a, a apparently going through tr- some transition. I'm hella woke. Yo. Or yeah, <laughs> I'm lear- I'm trying to. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, <laughs> but I love yeah. hearing it. Um, uh, and knowing more because I think androgynous people are actually really attractive most of the time. Oh yeah. Like. There's just something about that. I it's don't like know. the people of the future and evolution when they talk about like, yeah, the green eyes, the dark hair, the olive skin. Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Do you know the musician Borns? Who's that? Borns. B O R N. Yeah, or yeah. Him. Him. It's a man. Yes. It looks like a woman. Sings kind of like a woman. The hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. That has a song, "Electric Love" or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, very androgynous. Uh, very attractive though. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, but I, I think that's brilliant. You know, uh, uh, what's that? Who's that fucking artist that did all that fucking surrealist shit? Uh, blanking on it. Salvador Dali. He yes. loved androgyny as well. Oh, he, totally played with that too. Yeah. Yes. And really, um, It's like the, the 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 weirdness in my character are the benefits for my life. You know, like the the awkwardness in like yeah, everyone should be expressed like that. Yeah. Ugh, like Salvador Dali. Bros. Yeah, that's right. I just found them on Spotify. Um where was I? Oh, so yeah, we were coming off the Space Mountain ride. Oh yeah. And and this is me for being a judgmental asshole. The dad who, uh, his, uh, uh, her father was this, was a dude who like, man, like was, would have been like, I judged so hard. was like, whoa. And it was like, sweetheart, don't go over there. Like just, but like not the dad looking guy that would be the accepting dude of like, you know, this child being who she is in a sense, right? 
Yeah, my dad's like that. My dad and my parents knew who I was through all of this, but I had to tell them. You know, it's like we all knew, but nobody said. You know, we, we didn't say anything. That's fine. But knowing what that is and being loving no matter what—that is like a, a character skill uh, attribute that needs to be really harnessed in everyone. I think it's just that acceptance level of like that's what it has to be for everybody if we're going to get along. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, who else likes cocaine. <laughs> Gay people, lesbians, trans people. I grew up with all those kinds of people. Never had any problems. Right. All of everybody's just trying to work, and everybody's yeah. Ugh. But you know what's funny is when I was a kid, my dad came up to me and he was like, "Jonathan, if you're gay, it's okay. I'll still <laughs> love you." And I thought that was really sweet. And then years later, I realized my dad thought I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay <laughs> at least it was okay <laughs> i think all dads sort of think their sons are queer i do i do just a bit just a little they all sort he of thought it was a young bear like I, was, I was a cub i was a cub well, he's, gonna nail it. <laughs> he's gonna be loved by thousands <laughs> okay. nightly <laughs> oh yeah this chill as fuck Let's see, yeah, my parents are party people too now that you mentioned it. Like the way you describe it, it's like, man, my folks were a lot like that too. They were pretty wild. Uh, you smoke with your parents? I have not yet. I cannot wait. But my dad said not until they legalize it in Florida. Why does he just come out here and smoke? Because he works, you know, he's got the contract job with federal and okay. can't smoke. And they'll drug test. I'm like, if he's got a federal job, he's not going to be able to smoke until it's federally legal. Yeah, but he can get gay married. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right, exactly. And I don't know how they're going to transition that into their world. I don't know. You know what's also you know also is bullshit. I can go to another country where weed is legal, and then I come back and they drug test me here, and I and I get busted. That doesn't seem right. Right. No, it's not. Like, is it, yeah. Is the job getting done? Is it? Yeah, it's not even. It's not even. A, yeah, I, I work in customer service. Smoking weed is a good thing to do in customer service. <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, I feel your pain. Exactly. Yes, empathy. empathy. I have empathy on the phone because I'm high. You're like, you're like, I, my computer's not working. I don't know what to do. Uh, what's going on in here? And I'm like, no, don't worry, sir. I got this handled. Let me just tell you how it's going. And I just start walking him through the steps. Like, can you open your browser? And he's like, what's a browser? Is that the enemy at the end of, of Mario? And I'm like, no, a browser, not a Bowser. Right? <laughs> that's what it's like every fucking day. <laughs> Every day, like that shit, and it's like you got to be high enough You're to the handle that. You're of it too, though. Yeah. All our customers are like fucking southern people who <laughs> like don't know how to use a computer. It's really funny. Like eighty-six year old dude in Florida is like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this product because oh, uh, this guy on the radio told me to. Uh, it's fucking awesome. Every day, one time, like my like very first day on this shift, very first day ever working there, it was like two years ago. Guy calls in, he's like, Yeah, I want to get this thing, and I was like, Okay, uh, and he's like, How do I get it? I was like. He's like, you send it out to me. It's like, no, you got to get it through the computer. And he's like, through the computer? I don't have a computer. <laughs> I was like, well, then you can't have this. And he's like, but I want it. I'm like, but you need, you need a computer. You download its software. <laughs> you fucking, 
He had no idea what it was. He just wanted to buy it because somebody on the radio told him to. <laughs> That's my customer base. <laughs> but then if they do eventually get it, then they become the confused, angry customer who doesn't know why it's not working for them. Is it because you don't know what you're doing? This is technical shit for your fucking computer and you don't know how to use it. You don't need, you don't even need a computer. You know, motherfucking abacus, okay? That's all you need. Oh, the fucking calculator is too much for you. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of jobs where smoking weed is it's good. It's so helpful. And the federal government shouldn't be trying to come in and tell you how to live your life. If your state says it's cool, then it's cool. Or even if it doesn't say it's cool, what if I was in fucking Amsterdam smoking weed, and then I came back here and I fucking tested positive? How, how is that right? I was in a country where it was legal when I smoked. What about, okay, what about this? Um... See that, that? See, I can't even think of an argument anymore because I believe I agree with you, uh, and I can't think of an argument that doesn't require stupidity. And, and here's the thing: Republicans, <laughs> Republicans should support this. Republicans should support this because this is a states' rights issue. I live in California, and in this state is legal to smoke marijuana. All up and down this. So don't tell me how to fucking live my life. I am a fucking states' rights. American, and I say in my state, I could smoke weed. In your state, you can fucking tell people they can't get an abortion. So in my state, I could smoke weed. Correct. And if you like, you don't like it, you go back to your state, and I'll stay in my state. States' rights, you fucking hypocrites. <laughs> hypocrites. <laughs> oh. They should be supporting us. If they don't, then they're hypocrites. What, what, what about Texas wanting to secede? They don't want to secede. Not anymore. They did when Obama was in. <laughs> oh, whatever. Bunch of bullshit. They don't want us to see. What are they going to do? Are they going to fucking... Their little militia is going to fucking protect them from Mexico? They're, Mexico's just like, this used to be ours. is ours again, bitches. <laughs> Remember the Alamo? Because it's happening again. You, you should have put that wall in. <laughs> what about the two Californias? Or three Californias? North, South, Central. What about it? They gonna secede? No, they. We would split California up into three different Why? spaces. Because they're assholes. Because we're too big to fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's like saying America's too big to fail. It's like whatever. There's bitch. been no country that's been too big to fail. I don't know. And Rome. that's what's scary. It's like you gotta. gotta Rome do kinda it. was. Huh? Right. They split into two halves, and then one half broke down, and the other half. Kind of went on for a while. <laughs> they eventually broke down. So, right, because they didn't help. You gotta always help. We'll see. The we'll Persian find. Empire was pretty big. Yep. God. For those That's who don't know, Persia is is called Iran. Right. <laughs> we, we 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 were told that they're the devil. They're actually really nice people. Right. Don't be mean like that. That's bullshit. Um Yeah, but you know, there's some countries like uh you know, I just I don't yeah, like Saudi Arabia is not fun. 
Oh no, they're terrible to women. I mean, a lot it, of those countries are, but all of them. <laughs> but here's the, thing. here's here's the thing. Nightmare scapes. Here's the thing. As long as we are dependent on them for for their oil, then we're never going to be able to influence them to stop that bullshit. Um, we're about there. I mean, we're about to be independent with a lot of electrical things. We have invested well in our futures on technology and the way to subsist. To keep the American dream going. But there are people who are, uh, you know, not that uh, happy about that at all times, you know? Well, here's the thing. In the olden days, they used to make prisoners run on these treadmills. It's actually where treadmills actually were invented. Was by making prisoners run on these big-ass mills to power shit. Oh, my God. We need to do that shit again. Human batteries. Right? Yeah, fucking, that's straight up fucking Orwellian <laughs> shit. But, you know. Um, you rape somebody, you gotta run for the rest <laughs> of your life, boy. <laughs> Not for doing drugs and shit like that. No, if you fucking, if you eat your family, then you have to run on the <laughs> treadmill for the rest of your life. I don't give a fuck. Treadmill of electricity. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care. No, oh. if, if you eat your family, you get 10 doses of ayahuasca. But we all have to be on the same mindset, like you said, to make any great change. And I think we're going there with for marijuana, right? It's coming. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, every, Like, every, more and more states keep, like, legalizing at least medical and then eventually just or fully Or decriminalizing legal. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the full, full federal legal is, is on its way. That's just a, a, a never-ending, like, sort of thing that's coming. It's it's approaching just slowly. It's like fucking, uh, it's like a Zeno paradox of fucking when it's gonna be here. But it's it's always paradox. I keep hearing that word too lately. Paradox. Paradoxal. You know, you know about pure, You know about Zeno's paradoxes. Mm-mm. So back in the day, there were these philosophers in ancient Greece, and one guy was Zeno, mm-hmm. and he said that movement was impossible. He, he said because. You take any point from any point and you cut it in half and then you cut it in half and you cut it in half and you cut it in half and you cut it in half. There's always still going to be some more left. If you keep cutting it in half, there's always going to be an infinite smaller and smaller the amount. Point. How is there a point? Yeah. There's never going to be a point when you actually reach the end. It just never reaches it. And so even if you did like a tiniest point in front of you, it still would take an infinite amount of time to get there because there's all that stuff in between the infinite amount of space in between any two points i feel when i drive well on the freeway and i make an example of that people tend to also i mean follow suit oh, but you'll yeah. just have so people like you, you know you're not I actually have, moving it's no. all an illusion right That's what exactly like saying. i'm just sort of coasting on something that i don't can't no, see Zeno is saying it's all an illusion right it's in your head because motion's impossible you're not a religious man huh uh, I don't know. Define religious or like spiritual or like. Do you believe in any of that? Like, do you have a a book you read or like? Or I had a philosophy professor when we asked him if he believed in a higher power. And he goes, "Well, I right. believe in the sun." Okay, good. Ah, it's good, higher yeah. and it's powerful. Uh-huh. <laughs> it brings life. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, anyway, what I was saying is that. God damn it, Landon. <laughs> Sorry, I was just so curious. Sorry. What was I saying? God damn it. Uh, because of um, movement, we're not moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, no. It, 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 it's, Zeno. It, Zeno's paradox is easily solved because 
you have any for any given moment in time, you also have infinite smaller bits of time. Right. So it's so it, it adds up to you can you can do all of that those motions. Yeah, I tried to explain this to my aunts when I was a kid. I've had this thought but didn't know how to put it into words. And yeah, oh, if you yeah, make a point wonder. on a piece of paper, a thick enough point on black pen, and then you circle the tip of that, but only so that there's another tip left above that, and then you circle the tip of that is sort of the half and half and half in my mind is what you're saying. It's like, yes, the concept that what we are looking at at all times may not be what we think it is in a sense or... Well, here's the thing is, calculus shows us that it, that uh, you can divide by zero because uh, zero times an infinity equals one thing. <laughs> uh-huh. That's fucking... Uh, thank you, Newton and Leibniz. They, they invented this at the same time, right? So an infinite number of, of nothingness will end up being one thing. So like an infinite amount of, of point size points can equal one like thing or an actual physical thing. So we're that thing. Yeah. Like we're like basically under certain theories about space, we're composed of infinite amounts of, point-sized particles that form objects that then form further objects. That's one view of of uh, metaphysics. It's not that's not actual physics, right? No, it, but it's what's interesting. I'm a to gunk me, theorist myself. Huh? I'm a gunk theorist myself. What's that? I think that everything is made of gunk. Like uh, there are no, there's no. Uh, smallest thing. It's just infinitely gets smaller and smaller and smaller right. forever. So there's something bigger than us then? Yeah. Yeah. So then in science metaphysics talk, there is a higher being or a higher thing out there that is greater than or the bubble above us. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I believe in uh, all sorts of Shit, like I believe in like heaven and spirits and God. Do you? Uh, yeah, but because I have personal experience with those things, not like in like a church sort of setting. Like just throughout my life, just shits happened to me, and I have to say, yeah, that's like you ever taken a bunch of you know some certain kind of cactus, and then all of a sudden you see a, some spirits. It's happened to me a couple of times. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, um, I've always been a God-fearing person just because I would never want to not be that humble <laughs> or not not be that humble. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I would never want to think that I know it all or have it all in my mind. And yet every, you know, there are universes out there that defy the physics in which we are able to send a spaceship into space in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that, that so that... No, I, I think we'll eventually be able to figure out a way to, like, either, like, bend space or be, basically be able to... You're a Stargate person. <laughs> uh, no. M- m- more like Event Horizon. 
Oh my god, we're going straight <laughs> down. <laughs> that movie killed. That movie terrified me. Oh my god, that movie was so scary. Yeah, it is fucking frightening. Um, this goddamn nightmare. But possibly, hey, we don't know. We haven't done it yet. What happens if we do find like I don't know? Oh, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> or we, we we take it from one star to the next, like Beetlejuice. That's the first place we'll go since it's right there. Uh. I think we'll go to, um, like, what's what's the nearest one? I, I, what is it? Uh, Pleiades? Pleiades. Yeah. And did we use Kepper to see if there were planets that were in the... I think there are planets in the Pleiades. In the area that says that could sustain life from a sun... Really? Mm-hmm. Woo! To bend space and time to, like, warp. Did you watch Interstellar? But here's the thing is, I I did watch Interstellar. That movie's bullshit. Go on. Well, you can't fly in a fucking black hole. You know what <laughs> happens when you fly in a black hole? It'll crush you. It'll smash right, you. That's what I kept thinking the whole time. It's like, you're not going to come out the same exact space and every, like. There's there's no, like, oh, it's going to send us into some sort of warp place. No, it's going to crush yeah. you into a fucking nothingness, into the singularity. It's going to smash you into a fucking nothing. That's how that shit works. That's how the whole fucking universe works. And even before you get works. in it, like, you're... Right. <laughs> anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just... But sorry, no, I haven't back. had some fucking genius physicist explain how that could be possible to me. But as far as my knowledge of how the world works, that shit's fucking bullshit. <laughs> but aside from Christopher Nolan's... I like... I, I thought it was a mind fuck for me because I just, again, don't know that kind of... But you were saying before that I interrupted... What was I saying? Spending, uh, bending time and spa- uh, traveling, and we were talking about your theory on which planet we were going to. Oh, the Pleiades. Pleiades yeah. yeah. So I don't think we would probably wouldn't send humans there first. We'd probably send robots. So we would rover that shit. Absolutely. But by that and, time, and, we and, should and have you know micro why? machines. And you know like why? <laughs> because uh, here's the thing. How are we going to get the person there? And what happens if they go crazy or what if they get sick? Like, they can just get sick at any point. Humans are fucking frail. It's a huge, <laughs> expensive mission that has to go through because it costs so much fucking money to send them all the way the fuck out there. Right. Why the fuck would you use some kind of bullshit meat machine when you could build a real machine? That's made for all that. Yeah. Yeah. AI. What well, doesn't even have to be an artificially intelligent being? But what if it breaks really down well or f- and has to decide different? You know, it, you're going to have to build a machine that knows how to code itself to health. Huh? Oh, no, no, you can still power it remotely. Just take forever to send the signal. Right. <laughs> 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 so it's only 500 light years. That's another thing: is how do we communicate such far distances? That's it, what I'm saying. I think it's got to be an AI system that just is there to but even then like what's the point how does it communicate back to us it's not going to it's drop satellites as but, it but the thing is it's so far away like breadcrumbs in a sense it's so far away that by the time it gets to us it's like different time like will we it right like five seconds over there it's like years and years over here because <laughs> relativity yeah, so do we have a time system for that yet? Like, which star system is before or after us in how many 
years in light based on our calculations of uh, time. What? Like how do we like is Beetlejuice or Preacher? The Pleiades. The Pleiades? The Pleiades. Pleiades. Please, bitch. (laughs) Please, bitch. Uh, Pleiades, is that uh, ahead of us or behind us in a sense? Well, it's relative to one to the other. Like, but if we're always expanding, and what from us to them, mm-hmm. uh, they, we are ahead of them, right? But from from but like from our perspective, they are ahead of us. But it's just it's but it's, it's bullshit. It's just relative. But there there is no spreading. there is no like further or farther behind really. Uh, from. From my point on Earth, there is though, isn't there? From what point to what? Like, because that's San the thing Diego, is, because any point in time is relative to another point in time. Like, right. I I personally believe that uh, you just can't go backwards in time. But if you could travel at the speed of like faster than the speed of light, then you could fuck with time in that regards. But you'd only be going forward in time really, really fast. That's what we have to use the moon for, for like learning how to, so we don't do it on Earth. So like, what? If we're going to create black holes and bending stuff. We, we shouldn't should not create black holes. Right. <laughs> that would be bad, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Could we? Could we create a black hole? Uh, I don't think we have the ability to do that right now. But a super villain could. Yeah, the Death Star. That's about that would happen if you did that. If you blew up like a fucking whole solar system, like in the new s- Star Wars, it'll create a black hole. <laughs> uh, oh, the destruction of those planets would create black holes because it's a void now in the I don't space? know. I, I'm not that big a nerd. I, oh, I feel I'm like I'm so talking out of my ass out. here. Sorry, that hash, dude. <laughs> yeah. You got me going. Like, like, I feel like I need to research what I've just been saying for like the last half hour. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm a little too high for this conversation, and I realized, man, I I I didn't know I needed to to prep for a, a conversation sorry. about the stars. Which is so fascinating. Relativity. I'm not a physicist. I'm just some asshole. People who are listening to this, go do your own research. Well, don't listen I, to me. But the whole thing is like. Uh, we as humanity need one common goal, I think. I think we need a prime directive as a whole sometimes to get us to that point of travel. Like, and, and until then, we're never leaving this rock. It's just, just no, all humans are going to believe me. You know what I mean? Are going to get on my boat on, you know, it has to be like a consensus. Yeah. We shouldn't. Everybody keeps talking about having to leave this place. We need to start focusing on fixing this place. There's like all these movies about like, oh, we'll we'll leave Earth to like go to the other planet because Earth's gonna like be all fucked up. Well, imagine it though. If the prime directive for everyone was to go to space, then everyone's sort of focus would start to be, well, how do we survive? How do we build better saving technology? You know, I would imagine it would go green anyways because you would have to be green in space because there's no 
There's none of the. Uh, it's not Earth. Well, let me let me put it this way: if we can't get our shit together on this planet, what makes you think that beings on other planets are going to want us to deal with them? Because well, we, if we become that, we bring story, our problems to them. They no. don't want our problems. Well, that's we it. need to get our shit we, together. Yeah, correct. We don't get to before leave. we start dating other planets. <laughs> we need to be okay by ourselves. But I've been okay with everybody for so long. That's why I'm ready to go check out other. No, planets. we're not okay. We got gas coming out of us in all directions. We got a fucking nuclear fucking waste going on. Just it's a disaster over here, man. It's a disaster. All right. Step one: okay. stop farting. Step two. Quit being a radioactive mutant <laughs> fucking <laughs> zombie planet. What the fuck's going on in this place, man? It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I would like to one day uh, go into space, I think. You want to go into space? Yeah, I would love to try it. What if it made your wiener smaller? Would you still want to go? How old am I? <laughs> you know, you're like, hey, when I'm 80, I don't want to be a big wiener, whatever. <laughs> you probably still want to get laid when you're 80, though. Like, you still want to. Even if you don't get it, you still want to, but you probably will, though, because old people <laughs> get, get down. There. Old people get down. Old people do get down. That's why they're so happy. And that's why they have STDs. Oh, yeah. They don't know about condoms. Back in their days, people didn't get diseases all the time. What a simple contraption that's probably saved so many people's genitals from very harmful effects of a lot of unprotected sex. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. It's so sad to think. It's like, just put it on. I know it sucks, but are you going to marry them? I don't wear, con- <laughs> I don't wear condoms because I don't want to get STDs. I wear condoms because I don't want to get people pregnant. <laughs> I forget that dynamic sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. Mine is purely staying safe. Like, yeah, you got to stay safe. But also, yeah, I'm nobody's ever at risk of life changing, you know. I mean, I, I also appreciate <laughs> the SGD part, but that's not the major thing right? I'm thinking about. No, totally because uh, while SGDs could kill me, a, a, a baby could kill my life. <laughs> like, if that makes sense. So you're not on board of having a kid? Oh no, I am. I I, I want to have kids. Just when I'm when I'm like when I'm ready. When I have like, I don't know. <laughs> I have an idea of myself of when I would feel comfortable to be able to perform duties as a guardian. You said duties. <laughs> you're gonna perform duties. Um. Because I wouldn't mind, but that's not something I think I, sh- you know, that's just not my, it's not my ride right now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't have the money for it. Like my roommates just had kids right. and they make way more money than me. I'm not like a and successful f- person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and I, I just kind of want to focus on comedy and shit. That's just kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm a man. Like, I can have kids when I'm 40. So I got some time. I feel bad for, like, my husband, Dimitri, his mom. All We're really great together. She's awesome. She's this old Russian Jew refugee. <laughs> and he's like... Anyways, 
She's amazing. Does she like Yentl? Yeah, kind of, yeah. She's <laughs> very Yentl. Last night I was watching Feifel. Oh, we watched Feifel too. Yeah. American Tale. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching it last night. <laughs> and I was like, it's Feifel. It's, it's Yentl with mice. <laughs> That's all I can think. That's what it is. It's so sweet. Ugh. Is this a musical too? Just like Yentl? <laughs> um... She says to me the reason she's like, she doesn't, she's like, I don't care if gays get married or how they live their life. She's just sad that she goes, that we don't get to pass on great genes from you people. And I was like, I've never thought of that. How selfish. Are they acid wash genes? Right. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. It's like, yeah, I think people do have kids to pass on their own. Like, that's a biological thing sometimes to me, but. Uh, or to people, well, not to me. I'm not ever having kids, but yeah, to pass on your genes to people, yeah, your acid wash genes, yeah, is that that's a bad reason to be against gay marriage, right? Well, plenty. There, there's lots of people who are giving up their genes. <laughs> you know, I think it's just a it, natural. It, you thing. know, a lot of indigenous peoples, uh, the gay people, were often like the shamans or the medicine man. Because they don't have children, so then the whole community becomes their children. They don't have to dedicate all their time to their own children. They dedicate their time to the whole community. That is poetry. Thank you. How inspiring. That's why you'll see a lot of gay and trans and non-binary people into like shamanism and shit like that. Yeah. But you're on to that. Or people that are attuned to that. Yeah. Who would ever thought? I would never. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's wonderful. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, because our culture is so anti on it. It's nice to know that, like, oh, yeah, uh, Manifest Destiny destroyed this idea of peace and tolerance between their people. Oh, man. Wherever the white people go, so does death and destruction. <laughs> My ancestors are just jacked up. Yeah, I'm a Hughes. I don't. That's that's a nightmare and a half for whatever's back on that name. You know what I mean? Like I've never done the research, but. My grandfather was from. He's a Navy. Uh, uh, I don't remember what he was, but he was in the Navy at a time, and. He's from Beaufort, South Carolina, and I just can't imagine what Beaufort. Yeah, (laughs) Beaufort, South Carolina, or Waterboro. Waterboro. Yeah, that's right. Waterboro, Waterboro, South Carolina. Waterboro, South Carolina. Yeah, he wasn't no peanut farmer, was he? (laughs) But you know, South Carolina to South Carolina, South Carolina is relatively like super peaceful, super lovely place. I love it. Oh yeah. North Carolina is the ones being mean about the bathroom thing. South Carolina just has that Dylan Roof guy shooting people. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Right. Just a little shooting. Just, it, just a little shooting of black people. Yeah. In the church, right? Yeah. Oh, and they're holy. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Racism doesn't exist. Not, no, not in America. <laughs> people say, like, there's no racism in America. And I'm like, man, you're motherfucking crazy. Because you're not allowed to say weird kid anymore. Like... No, no, Amber, that kid is weird. We need to have him seen somewhere. Talk to, he's talking. Like, there's, there are some normalties 
it happened in children, you know, that, yeah, sure, he's an introvert or he doesn't want to talk. But this kid literally has, like, so much internet, like, information about, like, him actually saying shit. You know what I mean? Like, how is this not relevant to him? Oh, he's just <laughs> making those evil jokes that he does. He's funny. You know what I mean? Like, or, ugh, I don't know how to say, yeah, we have to get these people to talk to somebody. Because, yeah, it's not Minority Report. It's if, if it was up to me, every fucking school would have, like, a actual therapist for all the kids to talk to yes. freely so they don't shoot each other at fucking school anymore. <laughs> the counselors sucked for me growing up. I no, 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 not the motherfucking bullshit guidance counselor. Right. An actual therapist, yeah. like a children's fucking therapist who talks to kids who's been trained how to deal with fucking troubled kids and all that shit and sensitivity training and all that motherfucking shit yeah but also i don't want your your it gets paid good money you have to get you don't pay good money you don't get good people people like oh they should only get people who really want it and so that means yeah. they should suffer and it's like you know what happens those people will just go and work private the people who are good will just go and work private because that's how fucking Society, our society works. It's a. Are you? What are you? A communist? Pay him, or you to get shit. Right. Oh, what the fuck? God damn it! Not that hard. Pay people. Like, we should pay teachers money so they fucking are good. We should, you know, like oh, do I want to be a lawyer or do I want to be a teacher? Which one pays more money? Right. I, I'm a smart guy. I can do smart things. What am I gonna do? Well, if pay, if teachers got paid hell of G's. Then I'd probably go and be a teacher because it's like that's yeah, a good paying job. Yeah. And I teach the children, and all of a sudden they become smart and not stupid, and all of a sudden the next generation is good at shit, and then America keeps thriving. You've never seen a a shut down McDonald's, and yet I've seen a bankrupt school. You know what I'm saying? Like McDonald's, if it's going under, it comes in and has a secret night crew that takes off the logos and like strips the building down of any knowledge that there was a McDonald's there at a time. Like that is their job. That is the bad look. <clears throat> you know, schools will sit there vacant, like old. Like, well, we don't know if we're putting a football stadium here or yeah. uh, like, what that's, the fuck. That's because how we fund our schools is bullshit. Man, we we fund our schools by doing. Like based on like local income tax or property tax and shit. Oh, that's sad. And well, you buy into the neighborhood, I guess, right? Yeah, but poor people need to have good schools too. Correct. So how do we funnel that sort of resource or like campaign for that? How do we campaign for that? Or how do we tell people to give money to that? You know. I don't know. How do you tell people to stop being assholes? I'm trying to figure that out. Because this is America. And in America, we don't give, like, this is a land of being an asshole is being okay. Like, fuck you for being homeless, crazy person. That guy's fucking insane, fucking talk, talking to, like, everybody, like, as if they were the fucking, like, from ancient times and shit. He's lost his goddamn mind. He's got fucking shit stains on his shirt. And, you know, it's clearly insane. What do we, what do, we do? Do we fucking help this guy? No, just keep letting him walk around. Modern Rome, and it's like, and we call ourselves, oh, dude. We're, we're we're supposed to be a Christian nation, right? What the, when they ask Jesus, what are you supposed to do to be like, be a good person and stuff? He tells a story of the fucking Good Samaritan, where this guy finds this fucking dude, an enemy of his country, naked, beaten up on the fucking gutter, and he brings him into his house and and fixes him up. 
Right, but we're spoiled. We're spoiled humans. As a whole, as American, like being American to this day, spoiled fucking rotten. Yeah, but, but like, don't 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 call yourself a fucking Christian. Right. And no, and, no. and and then and then fucking be like, oh fuck you, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah, pull yourself by the bootstraps, fucking guy who's all fucked up in the gutter. That's what the good Samaritan should have said. Oh, I know you don't got any boots. Pull yourself by your toenails then, you bitch. Because that's how the world works. No, that's not what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to fucking help out. You're supposed to give a shit. You're supposed to give a shit. Yeah, you're supposed to give a shit. It's in the mother. It's in your religion to give a shit. And so I cannot understand the hypocrisy of fucking well, be like, oh, no, religious? fuck you. What? What if they're not religious at all? What if they're atheists and... Atheists are usually fucking hella caring about that shit because from a fucking pragmatic standpoint, it's better for society for us to give a shit. Like in certain places, like in Utah, they fucking started taking care of the homeless and guess what happened? It actually cost them less money to take care of them. They just put them into a home and help them find work and stuff and then they stop being homeless. Cost them less money than just to keep fucking dealing with them, do fucking being homeless and shit, stealing things and fucking having to put them in jail and shit. You know how much it costs to put somebody in jail? $33,000 a year. That's a fucking salary. We could just pay them just to fucking live somewhere. Yes. Here's the money. Just don't be a dick. That would be cheap. Just 22 grand. We could cut it down to fucking almost nothing. <laughs> 22 grand a year don't cause any and crimes. If you don't cause any crimes, here you go. That would be cheaper Right. Than fucking what we are doing right now. So that's that's what they're talking about the national handout. They they think and the national like minimum wage pay that you're supposed to like we think you're gonna pay one way or the other. Right. That's the end of it. Yeah. You're going to pay one way or the other. Other people's problems are going to be your problems. If your fucking neighbors got termites, you're, you're gonna, gonna have termites. Yep. So if your neighbor's got termites, you better do something about it because otherwise it's going to be your termites. If there are homeless people exploding in front of my doorstep, I can't imagine all these other little towns having their own problem right now in population of like homeless and, and people in need. Well, because... Uh, because a lot of things, but we need to be more caring, yeah. I don't know. It, here's I don't the know, thing. Focus on... Yeah. Focus on your thing and yeah, do what you can. I, I think you if we were, <laughs> I think if we were more caring, then we would have less shootings. I think that's why America has these so issues. You're not an anti-gun person. Am I? Uh, well, I, I, I think that it would the, the amount of deaths would be reduced if we right. did. If we had more gun control, but there would still be mass killings. I lost my wallet. Uh, about a month and a half ago, and uh, the next day there was a purchase uh, for a gun and extra clips and like on a holster. Like there was like he bought things <clears throat> online, and I had to call them personally to stop the order. The credit card company did none of that. They just stopped the credit card because that's where they're. Why don't you just track the order and just? Wait, oh, I do. I know. I have the address and everything. I know where that. And I told the police, but nothing. They didn't want to do anything. Then nothing went forward. And yeah, and I'm just sort of like what a dumb criminal too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, dumb for me losing my wallet. 
But, no, whatever. But you know what's the other thing that scared me too was like walking around the streets without any ID. It's like what this feels a little like Germany right now, where in which like if I don't have any information on me, I can be like in a rough place if you know something goes down, or if I need to get into somewhere, or even buy something. I you know what I mean? ID is required, or like it's crazy how many places ID is required since losing my wallet. Nobody ever asked me for ID. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I had ID you. No, I was watching no uh I was watching fucking uh Unsolved Mysteries and there was this fucking kidnapper guy who was like this older f- kind of chubby fat he was fat. He was a fat white guy who like kidnapped this guy to hold him for ransom and they described him and they said not your typical criminal description and i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> low profile low profile i always thought i'd make a good drug mule i'm a low profile as well i feel <laughs> like oh. i'd be able to like yeah I'd work, work for good cartels <laughs> keep low profile that's but great. i'm lucky that way that's, that's why privilege that is a like i got black friends they get pulled over like every day and i'm like oh shit that'd be my nightmare god damn it that sucks. I think of that all the time the older I get now. I'm just like... I'm just going to knock on all wood. All my friends just being treated like this and I never knew about it. And like they never brought it up to me because they're like, I'm going to fix anything, you know? But my friend... like Yeah, I have my friend Wes. Uh, I'm sure he's been pulled over multiple times and he's the sweetest, nicest boy. <laughs> like He's like... He's a psychology major. He's mm-hmm. like going... Into, like, brilliant... Mo- and gets pulled over because of where he lives, I bet. You know what I mean? And like that he's never told to me. Where I'm like, like just like gunning it everywhere. And not thinking a second if there are cops around me. Like, and I, I feel like a shithead for that recently because of all the like information that has been coming out, you know, in the news again. Like every 20 years, it feels like this comes up again. It's like it dies up and it comes up. Like a few years, like when Chappelle did his first stand up specials, he talked about. Uh, Time Magazine putting out the big articles about uh, black people being uh, abused by cops. And then it simmered down for a while, you know what I mean? And then now it's back again the last few years is where like, it's is it like, is the global Dude, climate change? <laughs> like, it's, it's, the, it's the access to fucking video. Like when Rodney King got his ass beat, we all saw it. Black people were insane. That shit's been going on forever. But this was caught on video. Somebody had a video camera, an actual video camera, back in the old fucking days, big, fat, fucking camcorder shit, recording these cops beating the shit out of this black guy who was completely defenseless and not fighting back at all. And they were just having a good old time whooping his ass for no reason. You know, because he said something wrong to them or something like that, you know. So does that just bleed into the culture over time and then has to be ringed out well, again? Now, like, now we record them shooting people on, on camera because everybody's got I a fucking phone. <laughs> and you can watch you can watch them beating ass. Go on YouTube and just look up fucking police beating the shit out of people and you will find so many videos that will make you sick. Ugh. It's disgusting. And there's no oversight. Because if they get caught on video shooting somebody, they still get off. When the person was like, I didn't, like, you see that guy get shoot in Florida when he was on the ground and the cops still shot him? Like, what the fuck? He's on the ground with his hands out flat. He didn't do anything and he still shot him. Like, these guys, either they're like, are we scared? I think the police are fucking frightened. 
But and that and that's one part of it. But the other part is sometimes you're just beating the shit out of people. Just right. and I think it's because they have to deal with the worst fucking people every day. Like if you can you imagine having to deal with fucking meth heads just all the time, just every day is you're just out there dealing with some <laughs> guy just. Fuck you, cop, and them demons standing around you. Like, every day, that's, that's a fucking nightmare job. And, and then it's like, all the, like, the, the, there's yeah. so many. No, you're right, because I get, I get so many temptations if I'm in line too. at Target for too long. I'm just like, oh, these people. <laughs> like, let alone, you know, the saddest of the sad, you know, that need the most help are just, we we don't we don't do it right. We do a different. We handled this problem, the same that we've always handled it in societies where we pay people money to keep the streets clean. That's it. We throw yeah. We, the streets aren't clean though. So they, they, you they, know, LA surprisingly clean for a big giant city. I think. Let's got to get them big ass helicopters everywhere. <laughs> 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 they will catch you. <laughs> the large uh, Mordor eye always. Yeah, watching. it's just everywhere. You, like I've never like where I'm from. There's not like helicopters all the time. No. Like here, like multiple times, a helicopter has been buzzing my house looking for somebody. Like, oh goddamn, <laughs> you got caught now, motherfucker. <laughs> they got the chopper on you. Ugh. I just think it's because there's it's like there's in such it's a like small guard space, dogs. There is so many people that there's breakouts. You know what I mean? The are so common just in like for every 100,000 people two of these guys will do it every month and like it's just how it is it's just like how like I say every comedy show that I've been to now you know looking back over all these years I've been doing comedy in LA I'm just like if you're here having a beer listening to my dumb ass talk about shit I think is we're great babe like we're doing good like drink your sorrows away tonight but tomorrow it's a new day babe like we made it tonight you know and that's that usually has been my drive lately to like have a good time and like, yeah, shit happens, but it's gotta like bring it back home. Uh, you know, we should always be having as best of a time as we possibly can, uh, while doing as little damage as we can. I want to thank you for being on my podcast. Oh, thanks, Landon. Was that fun? Was it, it weird? Uh, it, uh, no, it wasn't weird. It was lots of fun. <laughs> I got hella mad munchies now and dry mouth. Oh. I, I, I'm going to eat some watermelon because that gets the munchies and the dry mouth at the same time. Watermelon? Yeah. Oh, that sounds perfect. I don't have any. I had to go buy We're some. We're going to Vaughn's. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Smoke, smoke, smoke every day. I'd like to thank my guest today, Jonathan, for letting me come over and hanging out and smoking bombs and, yeah, getting ripped. Um, and i also like to thank uh, the listeners for tuning in, as always. And, uh, yeah, thank you uh, for tuning in. See you next year, guys. Theme music by Ron Halperin. Logo design by James Hasey. This has been a production of LandonCharlesHughes.com. Charles Hughes.com.